Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey everybody, this is Sonny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. This is David Marquez of the National Wrestling Alliance. This is the slash of the slicer, the dice of the ripper, the sweat of the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. God. My name is Lauren Brooks, a passion of yours for TNA Wrestling, and you are listening to the Atomic Drop Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. This is Evan McLeod from NWA New York. The one, the only, Milk Chocolate Willie Mac, a.k.a. Chocolate Caliente, if you've seen me at Lucha Ravoon. The Rock, Superstar Chaos. This is Jesse Hernandez out here in California, brother. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacob, the founder and the CEO of XMJ, myself, the hardcore enforcer in Mr. California, brother. I am the master of the mic, the one, the only, mouth of the West, GQ Money. Seamus. The Celtic Warrior. Yeah. Tune in to the Atomic Drop Show, where you will be powerbombed by Sid Vicious. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk ass And welcome to yet another edition of the Atomic Drop Show. My name is Kyle Cruz, and tonight I'm writing solo. My esteemed co-host Justin Time is not in the building tonight. He has other commitments, but you never know. We we may hear from him. Uh, we are here for uh, 90 minutes, so uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to throw the number right now. You can call us up at area code 646-915-9116. One of the numbers is area code 646 646- Nine one five nine one one six. Talk about anything you want. Whether it be TNA, uh, independent wrestling, whatever you want. Um, I also want to uh, to actually announce what our uh, our discussion topic is going to be for tonight. I know that we uh, we've talked about this a little bit over the past few weeks, but um, we heard it last night. Obviously, the big news on Raw was Shawn Michaels making his uh, his return, at, at least for one night only. He's going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Cool news, but according to the WWE's latest DVD, the uh, 50 Greatest Superstars of All Time, and we heard Jerry Lawler say this numerous times, the greatest superstar in WWE history is Shawn Michaels. And, and, and while he is great, Top ten for sure, maybe top five. Um, I'm not sure if he's the absolute greatest. So go ahead and call us up and uh, weigh in with your thoughts on that because I want to, you know, hear what you guys think about this because that seems awful high to rank so- somebody who absolutely put on some incredible matches. But really, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm not exactly sure about that call. But yeah. Once again, call us up, 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is there, code 646-915-9116. Call us up. Nobody is on hold at the moment, but you sure know our, our show, especially as a, as a, um, as time goes on, uh, our phone lines pack up, especially towards the end of the show. I wonder why. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Call us up. Tell us what you think, all right? Um, like I said, big, big return last night. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, finally returning to Monday Night Raw. He he appeared in a video package. Uh, uh, it was a video package what, maybe 
three weeks ago for the Slammys, but you never know. Here, we're we're uh, we're gonna get to that in just a moment. But we do have a call from the seven one four Eric, but I believe that is out here from Cali seven one four. Seven one four, copy. In the house, Roger Wilco. <laughs> I know who this is, man. What's going on, K Ross? <laughs> Did you want me to comment on the Shawn Michaels thing? Uh, sure, man, absolutely. But what did you want me to do? Well, I mean, you know, I, I just wanted your opinion. I mean, they 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 said it uh, more than once last night, and and I'm not sure if you've seen the latest DVD, the whole top fifty list or whatever. But they rank Shawn Michaels as the greatest WWE superstar of all time, meaning past Rock, past Hogan, past Austin, past all of them. Do you agree with that? Um. I mean, the only way I would agree with that is if the marketing, the sales of the marketing, the online marketing, stuff like that, was able to sell more than the Hogan's. And um, I'm sure if Bruno San Martino came into the into the league today, um, you know, with the the benefit of online marketing, with all that DX stuff, you know, plus he was a, a huge baby face, and uh, it's possible, it's possible, it's disputable. But I wouldn't flat out say that, personally. I wouldn't. But, I mean, if the merchandise sales are there and the numbers are there and it keeps the TV ratings up when they, you know, when they get on screen, well, then, you, if the, you know, the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't well, lie. Well, in in that case, then, theoretically, wouldn't a John Cena or a Rock or an Austin, wouldn't they already trump Michaels in that respect? Since, I mean, Michaels by himself never sold too many or, uh, you know, too much merchandise or never really drove TV ratings either. So, I don't well, know. Let's, I, let's think about it. Who did he sell merchandise with? The next the next Vince McMahon. So maybe that gave him a bit of a, a, you know, an edge because he's working within the family, you know? So I, I, you think that, that, that this is purely political, that, that it's just he's getting the third one spot just because he's the only one that is, actively within as you say the family um yeah i mean i mean in in a, in a roundabout way i mean honestly i mean hunter is the future in my opinion he's the next vince mcmahon because if it's shane we're all screwed um <laughs> you know hunter hunter has that attitude he's the the next you're fired you know you can really see that in him you can't see that in stephanie plus you know stephanie being the most beautiful woman i've ever seen in my life um, you know, she's got kids to raise and a, and a billion dollar legacy to, to keep going. She's busy. So that just leaves Hunter and, and I'm pretty sure that, that he can handle it. Um, but you know, even Vince started somewhere and that leads perfectly into my plug for the show, which is romper las reglas, break the rules where I'm going to put Rocky Romero in a meet and greet from 5:30 to 6:30. Uh, all the information can be found on my Lucha TV on Facebook. Uh, you can type in Break the Rules as far as events. You can look on the K. Ross Covington page. I love Facebook. But I'm going to put Rocky Romero and Lizzie Valentine in a chair, and I'm going to have them signing autographs and doing their thing. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to take Atomic Drop and put them right in the middle for a solid interview with, you know, a former Black Tiger and, and world-renowned superstar. So if you guys want to show up, you know, I'll have Rocky Romero and Lizzie waiting for you guys. I'm looking on your Facebook page and I'm trying to find the event info here. Um, I, I, I just got on here, so you'll have to bear with me for just a second. I'm trying to find uh, the inf- information for uh, for the building and, the, and everything like that. So let's see. Um, 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to press share because all my Facebook users know that that button very well. And I just shared it, and it's the last post in my profile. Got it. Here it, here it is. All right. It is, and, and the pronunciation of uh, this is Spanish, you have to help me out again because I'm I Romper las reglas. Break exactly. the rules. Break the rules. I tell you what, I'm going to stick to the English pronunciation, and I'm going <laughs> to Spanish. All right. Break the rules coming Coming up this Sunday, January 16th, 6.30 to 9.30, uh, that is the actual card. Uh, but mm -hmm. beforehand, there is a meet and greet with Rocky Romero and Lizzie And Valentine. Lizzie Valentine. And if, uh, I, I just want to tell all the male listeners out there that if you haven't met Lizzie Valentine, all she has to do is wink at you once, and it's over. She is the cutest little thing. Also uh, confirmed, Ruby Campos, 5'11 uh, goddess Mexican girl, is going to be hosting the event. And uh, we just got confirmed with Tara Cardinal, who's been in a few movies that some people know, beautiful redhead. So um, And Ray Mysterio Sr. has shown interest in going to the show. He actually gave me a, a friend request and talked to me a little bit this week, which is a big deal for me. So, um, yeah, this show could really break the rules. It could really break the chain and, and uh, you know, give give maybe the NWA a little, you know, a little run for their money. We'll have to see. It's, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, my friend. It wasn't built in a day. Well, I'm, I'm just curious. What, are, what exactly are you hoping to accomplish with this show and the My Lucha TV uh, uh, promotional venture? Did you, you ever see the movie Braveheart? You remember how he tried to get all the clans to act together against against a, a common enemy? Well, same thing. I'm just trying to unite. It's it's a, it, some some may say it's a pipe dream, but you know it's fun to try and change the world. I would like to unite all the lucha feds uh, <laughs> under one thing, and I don't even need to be in charge. I just want to do the videos. <laughs> So I'm really, I'm just really excited, and you know, Mexico. We're not in Southern California. We're in Northern Mexico. Get it straight. <laughs> it's not Southern California. It's just Northern Mexico. I, that's I right. Like that's that. right. Well, you, like I'll that. tell you what. I'll give you a, a, a spreadsheet on on what I make on churros for a night, and then we'll talk. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. All right. Well, the show is going to be at Arena International, 132 East Lawrence Ave Avenue, Cross Street, Maine, in Los Angeles, 5:30. For the meet and greet, six thirty bell time. Uh, once again, your final plug. What, what what can people expect? Not just from the meet and greet, but from the but from the uh, actual in ring action that is that we could see on Sunday. Well, talent from Tijuana, talent from Baja, talent from Arizona, talent from Los Angeles, and it can all be summed up into one word. In English, it's sweet as sugar. But when you got Rocky Romero on the card. There's only one word that describes this event, and that would be azúcar. Have a good one, buddy. Take care, man. Have a good one, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Kairos Covington, uh, known all around the SoCal area. I'm not going to say it in Spanish. Like I said, I can't pull it out. Break the rules. That's how you say it in English, in Spanish. Look it up. Going down this Sunday night, January 16th, 6.30 to 9.30 for the bell time, and 5.30 to 6.30 uh, for the meet and greet with Lizzie Valentine and Rocky Romero, 132 East Lawrence Avenue, Cross Street, Maine, in Los Angeles, at Arena International. Check uh, out more information on this event by going to Kairos Covington's Facebook page and My Lucha TV on YouTube. And uh, 
don't know. I think I might have to pay this, uh, you know, uh, pay, pay this event a visit because, uh, hell, if nothing else, Lizzie Valentine, fantastic. And then I'm sure that you're going to, that you're also going to see some fantastic pro wrestling action too. So, uh, for all of the people out here in LA, go ahead and check that out. So, uh, once again, thanks to, uh, K-Ross for coming on and sharing just a, a little bit. If you want to join in on the conversation, don't be shy. Go ahead and call us up. Area code 646-915-9116. What's the number? It's area code 646-915-9116. Like I said, the, perhaps one of the biggest returns of, uh, well, I was about to say 2010, and I guess 2011, that's we're only put two weeks in. But Shawn Michaels officially uh, returning to Monday Night Raw for one night only, came out for an appearance. And uh, he didn't even have to say a word. He came out, soaked up the, soaked up the cheers, soaked up the, ad- the adulation from all of the crowd, picked up the microphone, and out comes Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio comes out with the microphone in hand, interrupts Shawn Michaels and but whatever he was going to say, basically cuts a promo saying, you know, saying, hey, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels was Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, you know, Del Rio is going to be Mr. WrestleMania after he wins the Royal Rumble uh, in in a couple weeks. And so, you know, Del Rio was, was just doing his, his standard, just spouting off at the mouth and all that good stuff. And as soon as Del Rio got in the ring, Shawn Michaels just, just like that super kick, bam, sweet chin music. Alberto Del Rio is down, and that spelled doom for Mr. Del Rio. So, once again, our discussion tonight, our discussion, you've seen the DVD, you heard the numerous mentions multiple times last night from Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole, who, by the way, has no credibility. You heard them refer to Shawn Michaels as the greatest superstar in WWE history. He's top ten. Maybe a case for top five if you divide things up into eras, you know, like the 90s or like the 2000s. He would be a top five, a top five even then. Number one, above Hogan, above Austin, above Rock, mainly those three. Even above Taker, I, I, I don't know. I don't see it. Shawn Michaels, fantastic in-ring competitor. Yeah, he's not the greatest promo guy I've seen, but he's serviceable. In in ring, there are very, very few people who can touch him. Very few. But when you put that all together, when you put in ring promos, the ability to draw money, pay per view buys, ratings, merchant, it, all all that stuff has to be factored in. You know, fan support, crowd support. You know. Things like that matter. And it seems like when you throw a compliment like that around, I don't know, it seems kind of forced, especially if it's – in this particular case, it sounds very, very, very political. And what I mean by that is, you know – Obviously, Hulk Hogan would be at the top of the list. Like when when this DVD was, was 
was made. Say if this was made September of 2009, before that Madison Square Garden press conference with, with Hogan and Bischoff and Dixie Carter and TNA, if this DVD was made in September of 2009, before Hulk Hogan joined TNA, I guarantee you Hogan would be the number one superstar of all time. Maybe Austin. Hogan or Austin. Maybe Austin. But Shawn Michaels, he would be in the top ten. And for them to, to say multiple times, like really trying to drive the point home, that Shawn Michaels is the greatest superstar in WWE history, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think, you know, it certainly could just be hyperbole just to, you know, sell DVDs and to sell tickets to the Hall of Fame in Atlanta. I get that. But they just threw out that compliment so easily, so just on such a whim. I don't think it really carried much weight, and that bothers me because you need to have that credibility when when you say, hey, look, this, this guy right here is the greatest. Like, he is the greatest. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we will talk about that and a whole lot more on the Atomic Drop Show. We are uh, slated to go 90 minutes. I'm not sure how far we're going to get there, but it all depends on, uh, on, on our callers here. But if you want to talk, go ahead and call us up, area code 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is area code 646-915-9116. And trust me, if you're listening right now and you don't want your voice to be heard on the show, and I understand completely, that's fine. Go ahead, tweet me. I'm on Twitter at uh, at Can't Break Steel. That is C A N T B R E A K S T E E L. Can't Break Steel on Twitter, and also you can email us. Email us any any sort of questions that you have <laughs> at atomicdrop at myway dot com. And I'm very very hesitant to bring this. I'm very very hesitant to bring this man on. I really, really am. But I got to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, your co-host of the Atomic Drop Show, Mr. Justin Time. Hello, my name is Justin Time, long-time listener, first-time caller. First-time caller? What's that? Your first-time caller? Wow. First-time caller. Uh, Wow, wow. you you have a, a very familiar voice. Well... I get that a lot from certain people. I didn't you know like your that mother? My, my, previ- my previous life, my past life, was a phone sex operator, so that, that may be the answer why you are hearing or reminded of the sound of my voice. Oh, so you're the guy that does those late night... No, I wasn't a guy. I was a woman. Ah, ah, so I thought you worked, like, at some sort of 976 number thing... Thing like, I don't know, like 976 gauge or something like that. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is just in time, and I am sorry for my delayness, but once again, if I have. Well, once again, if I have to break kayfabe, yes, yes, yes. I am, I, I am actually, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I am on the road in a blizzard driving to my place of employment with a 4x4 on. With the 4x4? 
Yes. Gosh. It's kind of ridiculous, man. I mean, I didn't know that you were such a working man. I am. I am just like Daniel Bryan is a quintessential vegan. I'm the quintessential working man. You just compared yourself to Jenny Bryan, and I don't know yeah. if I like that, but, but, but yeah, sure, absolutely. So you're braving the you're brave you're braving the blizzard. So I'm worried because uh, hey, as far as I still know, uh, I haven't been replaced as best man yet. So no, um, I'm not. Well, I, I'm going to be working with him with uh, Mr. Kevin 2.0 yet again tonight. Yeah, hey, so I, I don't know. He, 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 uh, he may win that slot, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He, he, me and him had some beef the other day. Some beef? Wow, I. We had beef. Would you like to indulge into that beef? I thought you worked in produce, but sure. Sure. Well, believe it or not, your Mr. Kevin 2.0, your future replacement is much like you, except not black. You know what? I took it as a compliment. And he, or, he would take it as a compliment, actually. He is, believe it or not, <clears throat> an Eagles fan. Damn right. And if I remember correctly, my my coveted Green Bay Packers not only beat you once, but twice. First game and last game of the Eagles season. And I, I'm taking your silence as a sign of yes. No, 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 I'm actually letting you speak. I'm letting you speak and make your point, so if you have one, continue. Thank you, thank you. And I, I remember, I remember, I believe, last week when you and uh, Mr. Superfan Dakaris, Michael Cole oh, yeah. hater, uh, were trying to, you know, jump on the just-in-time bash wagon and, you know, try to bring me down, and I believe I was the only one left to stand there and say probably that Green Bay would win. And which they did. You know what? I will give all of the credit in the world to the Philadelphia Wind for messing up those two kicks by David Akers because I swear, if it wasn't for the Wind, we would have got that win. Other than that, Pirates get no love. No love at all. Well, throwing that interception at the end, too, didn't really help. Hey, well, that quote from the man, exact quote from Michael Vick, I got greedy. Actually, at that particular moment, I think he he did the right thing as far as not trying to run for it, because he could have really reverted back to his old ways and just ran for it and and probably not would have gotten anything. Uh, So he made he made a throw. Unfortunately, it was to the wrong guy, and, uh, I mean, when yeah. you have... Well, well, you know, it's kind of hard to distinguish who's in a home jersey and who's in an away jersey. Okay, when I say the wrong guy, I don't mean the wrong team. I mean, when you have one receiver on the left side and two on, on the right, which who are, quite frankly, uh, a lot better receivers than the one on your left side, yeah, he made a poor decision, but still... It's you know, it's football. You know, and 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 you know, it's one game. Sure, it's the playoffs. I believe in my heart of hearts that Vic is going to be back, and he's going to you know, 
rip shit up again. And, uh, you know, we'll be I, on I our fair way to next year. Thrown in there. You know what? Kevin Cobb, I actually don't expect him to stay. Um, he, I saw that he said either yesterday or today that uh, he either wants to start or uh, he wants out of Philly. And I can't necessarily say I blame him. But right now, you got to ride the hot hand. you you got to re-sign Michael Vick. Um, so, Cobb, I expect him to go either to Tennessee or Buffalo. God, like, yeah, I no, no, no. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest that we send Ke- Kevin Cobb up your way, out to Buffalo, or not really too close to you, but you know, that's your closest team. So I say we send Cobb up to Buffalo because God knows you guys need a. Yeah, well, Buffalo is in a complete disarray, anyways. But that's to be expected. Well, see, and 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 leave it up to a Philly guy to come clean up your mess, just like the Packers. Leave it up Whoa, to an LA guy. Fuck. Leave it up to what? No, no, I I was uh, fishtailing. See, see, you gotta love it when I'm I'm on my way to making a good point, and Justin just. Purposely diverse the conversation away. Yeah, be be going into a ditch, you know. Excellent radio. It's not a good, you know. It's not a big deal. You know, you going into a ditch. I'm I'm pretty sure. Just just for the record, just for the record, I did in fact keep that keep that lovely photo that I sent you of that final score. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I I don't know what you're talking about because I, I no I I have no clue what you're talking about. So well, ladies uh, and gentlemen, if if you if you have not known, but as everyone probably in God's green earth does know, Green Bay beat the Eagles, probably, and with 33 seconds left, I decided to pull out my handy dandy Verizon wireless phone, which by the way, if you want, now jump over to Verizon Wireless and get yourself an iPhone 4. Best thing probably out there for you. And what you can do is, every time, you know what, even better. If you join Verizon Wireless right now, I will send you the exact photo that I sent Kyle Cruz with 33 seconds left on the clock. In the same message, what it read. Only if you just join Verizon Wireless right now. Are you done with that cheap plug that we will never ever get paid for? Uh, yes, and now I got a quick little Packer factoid, too, and then I'll be done. Hurry up. All right. The last time... Oh, you just got muted. No, I'm just kidding. You're back on the air. Oh, yeah. The last time uh, that uh, Green Bay had all home... All right, excuse me, all away games was back in 97 for the playoffs, and they won the Super Bowl that year. Just saying. Yeah, well, yeah. Wait a minute, though. Um, question: Who's your quarterback that year? Uh, that'd be Mr. Favre. Really? A young Favre. Really? Yes. What year is this again? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yes. And we won all the all, uh, all the away games, and that was the last time we were able to do that. So this year, everyone's predicting, even WWE is predicting that. 
the mighty Green Bay Packers are going to the Super Bowl. WWE is predicting this too? Yes. Okay, do you want to hear my logic? No, not really. Well, too bad. Well, believe it or not, uh, they were WWE scheduled to have a show during Super Bowl weekend in uh, uh, excuse me, Green Bay. They canceled because they found out that the Eagles got eliminated. So what they did was they decided to make a super show. So they canceled the okay. Green Bay show, went to Philadelphia, and is having a special WWE All Main Eventer show. Okay, well, that's so fine. What does that tell you? It that only makes smart business sense. They are trying to avoid another Denver debacle, where they don't. Where if for some fluky reason the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, which I don't think they will. I think they're going down this week, actually. You said the same thing last do. week, but beggars can have the choosers. If, the, if for some reason, by hook or crick, they make it, that they don't want their market to be split, one with watching the football game and one going to a house show. I mean, that's only smart business. I mean, now, now I bet, I bet, after this weekend, there's going to be a note on WWE.com that says, "Hey, that that super show or or that house show that was scheduled in Green Bay is you know it, it, it's now back on because those well they already started launching off. off tickets. Yeah, well, so give a damn. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I need to be walking into my place of appointment, and I will be calling back in rather shortly. Okay, well, uh, I'm sure you will. I'll be here. All right. I would hope so. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'll call, you, I'll call back in one. later. All right. Okay. Michael Cole for president. Yeah, fucking get the hell out of here. That was just in time, unfortunately. Um, calling in the rant about his damn Packers. Um, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, all I'll say is this. All I'll say is this. Michael Vick had a had a tremendous year, and uh, his redemption story. And and I I posted this on Facebook as well. Uh, his redemption story this year was you know was, was something to to behold, and it's going to be something to remember. And I think that uh, one of these years, perhaps next year, you never know. One of these years. His comeback story is going to culminate hoisting a Lombardi trophy. And, uh, hey, you know, the Eagles had a good year. So I, 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 I'm saddened that <laughs> I'm saddened that, uh, that we didn't win the Super Bowl or win against the Packers. That's a tough pill to swallow. But we had a good season. Had a good year. Had a, had a couple of bad, tough losses, uh, especially towards the latter end. The, the lat, lat, if, I could, if I could say this right, the latter end of the season. But otherwise than that, I mean, no, we had a good year. Looking forward 
re-signed Vic. Uh, they had a um, they had a pickup earlier earlier today. Uh, God, um, let's see. Um, I, I'm I'm having a total, total blank right now. I suppose this is probably a sign that we shouldn't be talking about football on a wrestling show. Um, Credit 
a bit for that. And credit Doug Williams for, for getting a pretty decent match out of Abyss, but Abyss walking out of uh, TNA Genesis, the world of, sorry, the uh, television champion. The tag team titles were on the line as beer money based off against the Money City Machine Guns. The Money City Machine Guns were not able to successfully retain the, the titles in beer money by George. Beer money just, they, 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 they dropped the belts. I mean, they, I mean, or I'm sorry, beer money just uh, beat them for their titles. So, you know, man, you know, um, I suppose they're setting up Immortal as the group with, well, I suppose not all the gold, but most of the gold at this point. And I don't know. Right now, it's just so little excitement. It's it's literally no buzz around TNA. And we talked about this last week as well about how there's there there there. It's it's no buzz on the product. Like nobody is talking about TNA. Nobody is buzzing about TNA. And you know they're gonna they're gonna continue to stay in that 1.0, 1.2 range. Uh, of those fans that watch Impact, I don't even watch Impact. Like I, I, I stopped watching Impact on a regular basis about a month into the Monday Night Experiment, and that was a year ago. I, I, I will, I will turn on Impact like the first five minutes, and I will tune out. I'll, I, I will switch back and I'll channel flip every now and then to see if the knockouts are on, and if they're not, I, I, I turn right back out. Because there is nothing, nothing. I take that back. There are few things, few things that are worthwhile seeing in TNA. I mean, the matches are still short. The booking is, is still atrocious. You know, it, it's nothing. It, it's it's really just not. It's not a good product now, and it hasn't been for especially the last year. But this company has just a, a terrible track record of 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 producing quality, entertaining television, and that was was highlighted by this pay per view. Anyway, at the end of the night, Matt Morgan lost to to Ken Anderson, and 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 uh, and Ken Anderson was in, you know he was then uh, proclaimed to be the number one contender for Jeff Hardy's TNA World title. And um, sure enough, Jeff Hardy came out, by the way, smoking a cigarette. Correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it illegal to, like, smoke in a building? Especially one like like that? Okay, well, not in a building, but in a studio like that, I, I wouldn't have thought it was legal to do that. But either way, fine, I will suspend my disbelief for that particular moment. Jeff Hardy comes out smoking a cigarette, and he says, and, and Bischoff says, "Hey, you're going to get your title shot now." You know, essentially thinking that Jeff Hardy was just going to plow through this guy. Well, it, it it didn't exactly happen like that. So Jeff Hardy comes out, has a what five or six minute match with Anderson, and Anderson comes out with the title. Um, I I don't necessarily know what where we go from here as far as Anderson is concerned, because Anderson 
there wasn't this big, huge quest to see him become champion within, you know, the past few months. There was, he was out for, or he, he was out with a concussion for a month or month and a half, and he was going to feud with Matt Morgan, which he did. And he got the immediate title shot, and he, and he won the title. It's ridiculous because I understand why they do it. I don't agree with it, but they hot shot on TV to pop a big rating. Yet they hot shot the they they hot shot at the pay per view when people have already <laughs> when theoretically people would, would have bothered to, to, to sit pay per view. So why would they? Why would they just just throw that in? I I don't know. I, I, there there's a lot of dumb just. just Stupid dumbfounding moves that TNA does, and that was one of them. I I do agree with the decision to take the belt off of Hardy because they don't want, you know, quite frankly, a druggie to be their leader of the company. So they take the belt. They take the belt off of Jeff Hardy, give it on somebody, or they give it to somebody who they feel is capable of, uh, you know, putting on. Decent matches and 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 being somewhat favorable in the media. Yeah, he's he's stuck his foot in his mouth several times, especially when he was in WWE. But you know, he, he he's he's a guy who can come across well. Um, I'm all for a Matt Morgan title run. I don't think we're going to see, see that anytime soon because now I think it's going to be Anderson is going to have to feud with somebody in in the mortal or perhaps maybe Anderson joins the mortal feuds with Matt Morgan still and we get uh, you know uh, Matt Morgan versus Ken Anderson for the title that way. I don't know. I I I gave up a long time ago trying to guess what TNA does. They do so much stupid stuff. Um so yeah, I, I kind of gave up on them, but we'll see what, what happens on Impact on Thursday. And I want—I don't even watch it. I'm just gonna follow along, follow along with it on, you know, on ProWrestling.net or or, 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 or on the Torch or or on PW Insider or somewhere. Because uh, watching it, I don't think I can stomach two hours of watching that crap. Also, things of note on uh, the pay-per-view. You want to talk about Hardy? Talk about Jeff Hardy. He's in the main of the show, losing the TNA World Heavyweight Championship to Ken Anderson. Well, his little, sorry, his older brother, Matt Hardy, who coincidentally looked a lot like Raven. <laughs> like, I I, uh, I saw a clip of Matt Hardy when he made his, his initial entrance in the Impact Zone. And from afar, he, he looked like Raven. And when the camera zoomed in, zoomed, zoomed in a little bit more. Well, still looks like Raven, and it took me a good like three seconds to really register. Like, okay, wait, that's Matt Hardy, because dude looks straight up like some Raven. So that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny, but either way, Matt Hardy came in, uh, didn't look in shape at all. Um, Matt Hardy said, you know, he said within the past few, few weeks that he's feeling a lot healthier and that he's been getting in the gym. Um, I don't see the fruits of that. Um, Matt Hardy did not 
look that great. He looks sluggish in the ring. Yeah, sure, he could have been ring rust, but uh, he just didn't look in shape. And, uh, you know, um, he reminded me more of how he was in his latter days in WWE rather than a new rejuvenated Matt Hardy version 2, if you will. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Matt Hardy. I mean, you know, he, he he's another addition to uh, to TNA. Who knows if he's going to go straight into to Immortal or is he going to be kind of uh, a heel on his own that that, that has loose, uh, loose ties, loose allegiances to to immortal, I swear, like, I'm asking these questions, but I really don't care, you know, because TNA is just utter shit, but, um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, see what happens there, Matt Hardy, by the way, wrestled RVD, and, um, RVD actually took a pin, he took the pin against Matt Hardy, dude, you, really, man, are you serious, are you kidding me, Matt Hardy beating up RVD? so many things wrong with this, this company, including Kurt Angle. By the way, Kurt Angle, one of the uh, one of the best WWE superstars of, of all time, I I I think. I, I, I would say top 12. 10 might be a little high if we're talking about the entire span of the company, but Top 12, for sure. Kurt Angle, right up there, right in, in the mix. Perhaps not knocking on the door of the top 10, but it all depends. But Kurt Angle, this company, TNA, allowed Kurt Angle, who's had all sorts of time off. He's had this new, numerous you know, weeks and months off, and we've seen him several times over the past few weeks. Kurt Angle, you know, Doing his deal with uh, with uh, Jeff Jarrett and, and 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 you know and he's paid his return and everything like that and and we've seen Jeff Jarrett doing his double J double M A challenges. <laughs> I have to laugh when I say that because that's actually you know it's fairly funny. It's fairly clever. But uh, you know we've seen Jarrett and Angle interact on uh, the weeks leading up to Impact. And Kurt Angle, the first time we see him on camera on Sunday night, he gives an interview. And I wish I had this sound. I, I, I wish I do. Because he had a classy look in his eyes. His speech was kind of slurred. Kurt Angle was not in any condition to perform and I guess a lot of people knew that because whatever sort of exhibition, whatever the hell they did on Sunday night was just utter garbage. And uh, I think it was the cover for Kurt Angle's malfunction. But coming on right now, once again, my co-host, Justin Time. Justin, what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, I am live on location at my place of employment. I have braved the blizzard. I'm here to make sure at Wegmans that every day you get our best. So, you know, uh, you know how I sent off my application to Syracuse, right? Yes. Well, you know, I I was actually looking up the city of Syracuse, and no lie, no lie, 
Wegmans was like the number two employer in all of Syracuse. I believe so. It. So I'm thinking, you know, right, if uh, I end up, are, are you going to need a little just in time love? Is that what you're saying? The hell does that mean? I mean, is, you're you're asking for old Mr. Justin Time right here to see if he can try to give you a hand, to, you know, step in. No, I'm 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 saying that like if if I get accepted there, then I think I might have to break down, leave the mouth alone for a little while, and 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 actually join the Wegmans family. That's you what know? I was referring to. You're going to need nah, my help I, to get your foot in the door here. No, nah, man. I you think you that, need you need just in time, dude. Seventy percent of Syracuse. You need just kids, in time. Especially the college kids already work there. So you I'm it's need like, just in time. Say it. I ain't saying that crap. I don't lie. A lot. So there is no way that that I'm about to spew that garbage. No chance of that. You'd need me. Are you done? Has our super fan come on yet? You know what? I can't even lie, and I'm going to call call him out right now. Dakaris, our super fan, has not officially been on the show. But he's been on the switchboard since the beginning of the show. Really? Up to this point. He he up just up until this point has elected not to speak on on the show. So I he's kind of letting me down here. He's letting me down. But okay, well, jumping topics real quick. Uh, yeah. Hall, Hall of Fame induction. Are you happy with the first inductee? Well, that's what I was talking about at, at, at you know at the top of the show. Uh, and and now and now. Right at right after we talk about him, Dakaris is actually set to talk. So, did you want to talk to him? Only if he praises the good work of Michael Cole will we let this man out. Dakaris, you're on the air. Will you praise the good work of Michael Cole? I hell no. Put him like on. It. Put him back on hold. No, now it's dude. I'm gonna put you on hold, Justin. All right. So, so don't you don't dare put me on hold, dude. Hey. And the cars knows what he's talking about, all right? Because I'm telling you, there is very little re- redeeming qualities in Michael Cole as a commentator. As as a character, he's okay. As a commentator, eh, no, no. He's you know how many times it was vintage Michael Cole because that's all he kept saying was vintage. You know what? It did okay. Michael Cole's like first year, like would that be considered vintage? Because I mean, he he never really like said vintage. I mean, that's a relatively new thing, right? No, that that's still true. I mean, I believe that Mr. Michael Cole still perhaps the greatest announcer ever. Give me a break. Give me a break. Now, uh, now, a quick sidebar, too. I need to express my very unconcern about the dude Nexus here. Okay. What about the what about this new Nexus that, that uh, you are concerned about? I don't know where it's going. 
you don't know where you don't know where it's going. No, it, it, it's driving me absolutely nuts because I actually like Wade Barrett more as the leader. Wait, uh, aren't you a CM really? Punk guy? You like Wade Barrett better than Punk? Wow. Well, I, I don't get me wrong. I I love CM Punk. I've just I don't know because it it just seemed really seems like he's trying to make his own another straight edge society all over again. Oh, oh, I was gonna say. See, I don't, see, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, but they, I'm like, all that stuff that they were doing last night, oh, my God. I was just like, yeah, I mean, you know, Husky hair getting whooped like a slave. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> McGillicuddy, yeah, taking a beating, finisher by finisher, and then Otunga pretty much letting Big Show beat the crap out of him. And then and then for him to let Slater and Gable try to attempt them Bash over Kenneth's and they refused. And I found out after the show went out the air, they're not officially a part of the new Nexus because they declined. So it's just, so I guess right now, Otunga is the only original member left. Oh, yeah, because uh, Tarver's gone, uh, 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 Darren Young's gone, and, and uh, Skip Sheffield, who knows where he is? I mean, he, he's, he's still uninjured, I think, but yeah. And we haven't seen him in a minute. So, yeah, all these guys are not in Nexus anymore. Yep, yep, yep. What it do? Oh, gosh. It's still my text message alert, by the way. <laughs> it... Can we skip you there? Yep, yep, yep. What it do? There he is. He emerged from, 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 you know, from some uh, hole in the ground, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I missed that boy. <laughs> don't don't forget we also have, I want to see Titus O'Neil going too. Why? What? what why? What, what's? I mean, man, dude. You, you know what? I kind of wonder what Titus O'Neil is doing right now because I mean, God. Rumor has it he's working in a dog pound. Really? <laughs> Oh, I felt, I, last time I heard about Titus O'Neil, I heard he was a FCW tag champion, I heard. You know what? I actually looked up Titus O'Neil last night. Don't ask me why. But uh, Titus O'Neil, yeah, you are absolutely right, Dakaris. He, he is the FCW tag team champion with, uh, God, I forgot his name. But, yeah, he's current FCW tag team champion. So, congratulations on, on, uh, on, on knowing your, uh, you know, on having some F. FCW knowledge decards because I last week I don't know what was going on man but I just didn't know anything so alright so I, I actually need to start doing some work now yeah go go do some work somewhere go get paid go go chill somewhere Packers number one I could call for uh, don't say Packers man you still rubbing it in huh don't don't worry man I just you did, man. It's okay. It's all good. But the cars, man. What's going on? Now, no, 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 man. I gotta ask, man. I gotta ask. I gotta ask. All right. I noticed that you called into the show towards the beginning, but you didn't elect to talk until we said something. So I, I gotta know. Is this gonna be a trend where where you won't you won't 
you know, want to talk until we actually call you out or what? Uh, oh no, I just it wasn't it wasn't you guys. It was just I was just getting copping my shows off. If that wasn't the case, I would have been talking by now. I just had I just got done with my with my other friend. I called my other friend Charles and stuff and told him about you guys. So I was just I was just hoping he would call in, but I don't think he called in. So I was just like, no, I'll just call in again. Oh yeah, no, 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 man. No, we haven't gotten any war numbers or anything. But uh, hey, if nothing else, dude, thanks for spending the word, man. We we appreciate it because uh, you know we obviously want uh, more listeners and more calls and all that. So thanks uh, for getting the word out, even if they uh, didn't necessarily call us tonight. But hey, man, that's all good. So what's on your mind, man? What's up? What's on my mind? Aside from this whole uh, Nexus thing, what what else you got for us? Uh, for, before I get to my boy Shawn Michaels, uh, last Friday on SmackDown, I was, I was, oh my God, I was yelling boom, boom, boom in my room, my God, like, Kobe Jesus finally is an Intercontinental Champion, I was like, thank God, I'm like, and then he beat Ziggler somewhat again in a second match in just a couple of seconds and beat him twice in the same evening, I was just, it's stag as all hell, and the crowd popped big time too when he won. It almost was like a Cena victory, almost. I'm telling you, and and I was talking about this uh, uh, last week too that Kofi Kingston, you know, he he's he's a guy that consistently gets you know top three or four pops on a given show every single week, and you know, man, it it's crazy. Because yeah, I I'm glad that Kofi got this win. You know, he's once again Intercontinental Champion. That's fine, but I know that he can go so much farther. I think that he has potential to be a world champion. And while I'm glad that that it looks like Zig, that Ziggler is going to get a shot, Kofi, I don't know why they're so hot and cold on, on, on Kofi, man. I mean, there there was a while where you know he was the hottest face in the company. And, uh, you know, now they cooled on him, and they're kind of just doing their same old, just not really getting behind him, and I don't really know what's to deal with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I know I keep saying this time and time again. I've been saying it all 2010s, like, they need to push him. Like, he ain't going to be in the upper mid-car forever because he's too over at this point. I mean... It's just like, like you said, he gets one of the biggest pops. Few, few stars would get a big pop in this in today's, yeah, I know WWE. You know, I mean, so I'm, so I, I'm hoping once he loses the Intercontinental title, I don't know, maybe the swagger or maybe Cody Rhodes, because I actually kind of want to see Cody Rhodes with that belt sooner or later, because he's actually improved. I mean, gimmick wise and everything else, wrestling better, everything. So. The only thing that I don't like about Cody Rhodes is the fact that, that the guy wears no knee pads. Like, can 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 he please start wearing some knee pads? Like, that's the one thing. Like, why doesn't he ever wear knee pads? I don't get it. Uh, I heard that the reason he don't he don't want to wear knee pads because he wants to keep it old school and stuff. That's what I heard. That's the reason why he don't wear knee pads. Old school? I mean, yeah. Old school, like when when I think of old school, I'm thinking of you know like old school like you know referee shirts, and then like old school like you know I mean 
just random stuff like like that, not the fact that these guys didn't wear knee pads. Hell, I bet, I, I mean, it just looks awkward when everybody else, everybody yeah. else has knee pads and he doesn't. And, correct me if I'm wrong, okay, his gimmick is about, you know, being dashing and, and being supposedly like, handsome and all that good stuff. If he wants to keep it old school, what is so handsome, what's so dashing, if you will, about doing something old school? Like, I, I don't understand that either. So somebody is pulling aside and say, hey, damn it, put on some damn knee pads. Hmm. That's all. But, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't know. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just just, just nitpicking at it, but it seems yeah. kind of ridiculous to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I, I was shocked when I found out on SmackDown when Ziggler became number one. Get there, I was very surprised. I was like, wow, they made him lose twice in one night, and then he rebound big time, and the, which was supposed to be a triple threat, and now fail forward for the no one contender spot. And I'm like, damn, I'm I'm really gonna have really gonna be iffy about that Edge Ziggler match at the moment. I'm like, man, this is I'm just like, actually make the Miz and Orton match look good at this point. I mean, cause, I mean, I want I'm like, I really hope they can put on a good match because I'm like, hearing about this, I'm just, oh, man, this is I'm like, I think Edge is going pretty much have a cakewalk with him, a cakewalk. I don't know, but we'll see. Well, I mean. Well, well, look. I mean, you, you you already know that when it comes to matches at the Royal Rumble, they know that the Royal match, that the Royal Rumble match itself is going to be, you know, the most talked about. It's going to be the most uh, promoted part of the show, and so I'm just glad that Ziggler is getting a shot. Um, you know, they can afford to get away with matches that, on paper, don't seem too entertaining or matches where you would say, hey, this guy should mop the floor with them. But, I mean, if there's any pay-per-view of the year to do it, it would be the Rumble since, you know, you already have your main selling point of Israel Rumble, and that's what everybody is paying to see. You know, 30 people going at it inside of one ring at one time. So, I, I, I guess I don't have a giant problem with it like I'm hearing you do. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, back to, all right, back to Rock. Um, yeah, I was, man, I was marking out big time when Michaels was named the first inductee of the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, wow, I, mean, I can't, and then I was even more shocked when he was actually there at Nashville. I did not see that coming, because I didn't know he was there. I know. So he came out, I was like, oh, my God. And then I was just marking out big. So I'm like, the crowd popped for him big time. Pretty much the crowd was there until he came out. I mean, pretty much most of the evening until Michael came out. He can still make the crowd go crazy. And he, like you said, he had to say a word. It's just like all he did need to do was sweep him. He was going to real and bad. Just, and the crowd still went crazy for it. I'm like, they even popped even louder when he did that. It's, I was just mad. So wow. so so I no I I enjoyed that that moment like you I, I'm not necessarily afraid to say I as they say Mark I I wasn't e- 
expecting him to uh, to be there live in person. I did read that um, that he was the first inductee into the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I I hopped on Facebook at the wrong time in between quarters of the uh, of the national championship game, and 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 uh, and I un- unfortunately saw wow Shawn Michaels in the Hall of Fame, but I didn't I didn't see anything that he was in the arena. So seeing that was a nice surprise and so um yeah man that was a pretty big moment um a couple things a couple things number one number one do do you think that Shawn Michaels should have returned you know at another time like would would would, would you have like promoted his appearance beforehand or I mean, you know, because it, it seemed kind of wasted, only because you know it they didn't promote it ahead of time, and the show only got a three point one rating. But you know, would would you have had him return live and, and in person last night? Uh, return in person? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I would, because I mean, let me. Yeah, because, I mean, like, did you hear the crowd? Like I said, the crowd last night, pretty much they, like I said, they pretty much just being the usual dead crowd you normally see nowadays in WWE and stuff. Until he came out, it's just like they finally went crazy, like pretty much how a crowd should be. I mean, regardless of who comes out or not. But, yeah, so I'm like, hey, it's, it's only the second Raw of 2011, and I'm like, it's already like my favorite Raws of this year already, seeing that. No, I, I understand. I, I got you. I got you. And, and and one more thing too about uh, the topic that I wanted to to hit on. Um, I know we we talked about this for the past few weeks. They kept mentioning it, mentioning it last, last night. I don't know if if it was just to promote like DVD sales or or what. Shawn Michaels, Jerry the King Lawler said it ser- several times last night the greatest superstar in WWE history, flat out, do you agree with that? Not even who would you put ahead of him, but, I mean, could, is there any case that that can be made that you would put Shawn Michaels before a Hulk Hogan or an Undertaker or an Austin or a Rock? I mean, it, 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 is it just that cut and dry where Shawn Michaels is, is no doubt the, the biggest star in WWE history? Oh man, oh god! I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, just make me think of that top fifty, yeah, superstars all time is once again. Cause, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, in in my top fifty, I mean, mine would automatically be in the top five along with Austin, The Rock, Taker, and and pretty much holding it there and put him on twenty. So you know, I'm not a fan holding, but but he shouldn't have been there. He he should. So they like you said, they only put him just because he's in TNA. That's the only. Same with Kurt, with him being top 34, really he should be in the top 10. I mean, it's just like yeah. that list straight up fixed. It's fixed. So, like, damn. So, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I would, I would, I would put, I hate to say, I would put Hogan number one because he, he pretty much made wrestling what it is now because if it wasn't for Hogan, we wouldn't be watching it right now because he put it on the mainstream for us. And it's like, say, if it wasn't for Hogan and Vince, you're making me think of the, WrestleMania 19 for I keep watching whenever I have time, 
looking back at some good promos, unlike nowadays, it's just like if it wasn't for Hogan and Vince, like it wouldn't be a mania, WrestleMania and stuff. I mean, because you know, it, like they owe a lot to this. No, I understand. I yeah, it can. It's I don't know. It's like I I enjoy watching him work. And, you know, he's definitely, like I said, for me, top ten. If you you take, you know, from 2011 back to the very, very beginning, you know, of the company, like you have to throw in, you know, Bruno Bruno Sammartino in there, um, maybe even a Pedro Morales. But, you know, you have to incorporate some more history in there too. But Sean... At, at number one, that seems awfully high, and I don't know. I don't know. Like number two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I could even see him. Like you said, a number two, you know, a two or three. Yeah, but number one. Uh, no, uh, he, he's he's great. He's a legend. He he definitely deserves the top billing at the Hall of Fame. Um, but that, it, it, it seems a little much when they say he's the greatest of all time. Also well, he's not the great, not the greatest, but one of the greatest of all time. I would say that. Cause. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he, he's up there. But when they say, oh, yeah, he is the greatest, like, no, that stands out to me, and I think that, you know, yeah, it is like you said, that's a bit too much. Yeah, it's a bit too much. Yeah. Now, once again, Hall of Fame in Atlanta, your backyard. Are you gonna go? You know, do you have plans to, you know, go to the Hall of Fame ceremony, especially now that that uh, that 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 uh, that Shawn Michaels is going to be one of the headliners, perhaps the uh, headliner. Uh, I'm, I, uh, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to. Get some money, like for me to go to the access. I'm hoping he shows up at the access event since he is going to the Hall of Fame. Cause that way, I want. I mean, cause I know I'm not going to have money for the Hall of Fame. Cause right now I'm trying to save up for the access event since I wait, pretty much took most of my my check just to get my WrestleMania ticket alone. So, I mean. Oh oh oh. So wait wait wait. wait. So you 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 actually picked up the the you know the the WrestleMania ticket. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you have that mug right now, like framed up, right? Like it's framed up, hanging up on your wall, right? What? what oh, what? Some? Uh, I have some uh, my old DX poster in my room. So. No, 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 no. I'm saying like you, you already said that you bought your tickets to WrestleMania, right? Uh, y- yes. Yeah, yeah but so. I'm still trying to find a job though, because like with these. Neatly checked from just doing the, I mean, because I didn't do too much with the Christmas shift this year. I don't know why, but it's just like with my old boss being gone since he had a new job, and then the new boss don't know me that well. And I, he only gave me like two days, and then the rest of the week is up and up. It's just, yeah, and I'm mad at that. So I'm thinking about jumping shift from Honey Bay Ham and stuff, or maybe working a different location because the one I'm starting to work was starting to die now. So. Oh, man. Now, was when I first worked there, because 
and kind of gave me the shaft this holiday season after Brian left. Cause, I mean, because if Brian was still there, he would have had me work the whole Christmas shift, but that was family didn't happen this year. I only did two days, and that was then. I was mad. Cause I, I even called up there just to tell him, like, like hey, like what's up? Like, y'all y'all need any help or something? Because I'm like, I'm actually bored. Because I'm like, when I was working, I actually I felt productive for once. I mean, I actually felt like I wanted to go out after I went to did work and stuff with my friends and stuff. But less, yeah, but it's just, you know, without work, I'm just, I feel bored. I don't feel like I'm productive and stuff. Cause, yeah, and I like being, I never thought I'd say I like being productive. I actually like doing something. I don't like being bored. I hate being bored. I don't like being at home too much either. So, but, well, I'm at home right now because it's, it's snow we've been having for the past two days since Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> wow, uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully things will certainly pick up for you. I, I you know, whether it's uh, e- either at that particular location or if you say uh, jump ship to another location or perhaps another business. But, cars, man, is there anything else uh, that is on your mind uh, before we got to go? Oh yeah, yeah. One more thing. Oh, I like that match between Morrison and Sheamus. I mean, I, I've been noticing it's like this. This rivalry is actually a pretty good rivalry. They need to keep this going, really, because every time when Sheamus and Morrison go at it, it's just like their match gets a little bit better and better. Each time. And I noticed Sheamus was actually dominating most of the match, but Morrison was able to keep up with him, and he did some stuff too there. And I just, and I was surprised Morrison beat Sheamus again. I'm very surprised. I'm like, wow. It's just like this is great stuff. I mean, and I and I hope and I'm thinking like they should give more to the run win. I mean, just a rebound, but I don't. But sadly, that's not going to happen. But I'm like, shoot, after seeing Morrison beating Sheamus again, I'm like, this could give me hope that he might shine the Rumble match too. But all I'm saying, when Sheamus gets in, he gonna probably like own everybody, and you know, up to the point where maybe Triple H might come back to Rumble, or maybe after. We're still not sure yet. So. I'm going to predict that uh, Triple H is one of the uh, surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble. He goes by after Sheamus, and we're on our way with the uh, with the King of Kings versus the King of the Ring feud. Um, there's un- unfinished business between them over the past year, and it'll be a rematch for, for WrestleMania. Obviously, you know, we, we don't really see a lot of uh, 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 encores or back-to-back matches at WrestleMania between the same two guys. In fact, the, the only one in recent memory that I can think of is, you know, Shawn Michaels. Of course, the second one had, you know, retirement implications for Shawn Michaels. But, yeah, um, as for giving the Royal Rumble win to uh, 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 to um, uh, uh, to John Morrison, I don't think they're ready for that. I mean, if, if they're going to give John Morrison's first WWE title shot, Against the Miz, if they're gonna if they're gonna give that away on TV on Raw and not even not even put it in the Royal Rumble like it should have been, I think I, I don't think they're ready to go all all the way with him. Now, for some reason, I think they are more justified in not going with Morrison as opposed to. As opposed to Kingston, because Morrison doesn't really have the mic skills. Kofi can talk. 
and Kofi, you know, he can wrestle too. I think that Kofi is, is a more complete package. Morrison, he, he, he has a way to go, especially in the promo department. I think his offense looks uh, not believable at times. It doesn't look like he's in a true fight. Um, but I, I, I think for the next year, if, if he really works on those two those two areas especially, I think, I think he'll do a he he'll do a decent job enough to where he might be worth a second look and he might actually be a legitimate contender in the Royal Rumble come to, come 2012 right before we all die. But the cards man is there anything else for us tonight man before you got to get out? Oh uh yeah with uh yeah the Genesis um yeah hearing about Anderson winning the world I, I was like yeah like I said with Jeff going to court on the 20th, and yeah, I'm wondering how the title is gonna look. Is they're they gonna they're gonna make a new belt, or they're gonna get the belt off Eric Young or something? <laughs> and yeah, then that, I was... <laughs> that's kind of funny because um, you know Eric Young has the TNA title. You know he he thrown in the trash. Um, I don't think Anderson is gonna keep that Jeff Hardy title. I. I I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, and then and I was kind of surprised that my girl Mickey Jane didn't beat Madison. I heard Madison used like a brass knuckle or probably something on a glove or something just to beat her. And I'm like, all I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, I know that's not over yet. I know they're probably gonna have another rematch probably because I know that's not gonna end like that because I know Mickey's not gonna stop till she beats her. Um, I guess they're trying to keep the rivalry strong between Madison and Mickey now. Since Tara's out the picture, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you know what? The knockouts have been the most consistently entertaining thing. Um, I do like the feud. Um, I've kind of had a change of heart. Um, oh, a while ago I said that I, I wasn't a big fan of the Mickey James. Madison Rainview, but I think that they're doing okay work. Their match this past Sunday night, um, it was decent. Um, they got like almost ten minutes, which was, I mean, that's crazy for a women's match. As far as you don't see that, um, you know, it's been a pretty good feud. I'm looking forward to uh, that continuing. I haven't read any of the spoilers or anything like that. But um, you, you know, that—that it, 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 that is one of the very, very few bright spots that TNA offers right now. So you know, um, hopefully that'll continue to go strong. But the world title, we don't know what's going to go on there. You know, Immortal uh, holding or Immortal and, and Fortune holding every title except the world title. Like I said at, at the top of the show or in the middle of the show, I'm predicting right now that. Mr. Anderson is going to turn heel, and he's going to join a join Immortal this Thursday night on Impact. I think that that I mean that seems like the most logical explanation um, because obviously Anderson he, he's a heel, and so I think if he aligns himself with the moral with, with Immortal, he might get himself another custom made belt. But I I don't I don't think they're going to pay attention to that. Detail at the moment, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows when it comes to TNA? I really don't. It, it, yeah, I know. It's like we don't know. 
I was like, we'll see. And then, um, of course, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get to say this uh, like a couple weeks ago with the with the Madison saving when she made fun of Mickey James. Oh my God! Uh, I, when she when she looked at, when she had that pageant like dress, like, you know, she kept saying that seventy nine thousand. My like, girl, that's like seventy nine hundred or less. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or some you can get off of eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then, um, I, I mean, I mean, I was, I was hearing that Drake song "Fancy" when she came out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, I was just like, damn, she is fancy, ain't she? Ha! I was like, man, she, she yeah, I was like, she, she, I was like, man, it's like she, because I did hear in one of her past interviews. I watched her old music. Interview her like she said her mom actually wanted her to be in pageants and stuff instead of Russell, but I guess she made that old to her mom wearing that dress. <laughs> I guess so, man. I, I guess so, but but hey, man, we got one more call to get to, man. But dude, you know we appreciate you calling here, man. So much love to you, man, and uh, hopefully you'll call back next week. All right, man. All right, I'll always will. All right. All right, all right, all right. dude. See you later. All right, bye. See you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our super fan. Dakar is calling in from Atlanta, Georgia, home of WrestleMania 27. But who gives a damn about WrestleMania at this point? Because we are here to talk, hopefully, about some NWA. And he is, no doubt, the most ultimate NWA insider right now. We are on the line with Mr. Jay Cal from Alliance Radio here on Blog Talk Radio and Alliance-Wrestling.com. Jay Cal, what's going on, my man? My man, thanks for the... Warm introduction onto the uh, the show, uh, the Atomic Drop Radio. Hey, I greatly appreciate it. Um, thanks for the line. Uh, long time, first time. Hey, uh, just to break down some NWA news, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but the uh, representation of the NWA has returned to Japan. Um, oh, wow. It just uh, was announced last week, but it really didn't come stateside till today. Zero One, uh, who was the NWA member of record from 2001 to 2004, is back in the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, now, some people might remember Zero One. Again, uh, a lot of the uh, American wrestlers who've been over there, guys like the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin from TNA, Sonjay Dutt, Christopher Daniels, uh, Brian Kendrick, um, some guys that we're more familiar with in Southern California like Samoa Joe or Tom Howard, uh, Nathan Jones, who was in the WWE for a little while, Horseshoe. Uh, again, the relationship with Zero One being back in the NWA, Steve Carino, how could I forget Steve Carino and, and uh, the guys that he brought? Uh, Steve Carino actually brought the NWA World's Championship to Zero One and defended it against Shinya Hashimoto. And uh, my guest earlier today on Alliance Radio, uh, Fred Rubenstein, actually officiated that matchup uh, where Steve Carino was, was well, <laughs> he got kicked so many times in the head, they stopped the match and awarded the title to uh, Shinya Hashimoto. So it's really exciting that the modern-day Zero uh, One is now back in the National Wrestling Alliance. If uh, uh, your listeners on uh, the Atomic Drop Show have uh, checked out alliance-wrestling.com, uh, earlier, or I guess later last year, uh, it was announced that the uh, NWA United National Championship has been reactivated. Now, that was a title 
that was at one point the premier championship in Zero One is now a title that's shared between NWA Pro Wrestling Australia and uh, Zero One. So uh, the cool thing about that is you're seeing a bridge and a, a kind of synergy between two international NWA members in the South Pacific. Uh, what that means for the NWA fans is, well, now there's an opportunity to see guys out of Australia, guys like uh, Hartley Jackson or guys like Jason Cooper, uh, both of whom have been former NWA Australian national champions, have a shot to wrestle for the NWA United National Championship and appear in zero one. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, with with Steve Carino being uh, his promotion, World One, also rejoining the National Wrestling Alliance, you might see some more American wrestlers, guys like uh, the NWA Dogtown champion Chance Prophet or, or Steve Carino, uh, back in, in Japan representing the NWA. Um, you know, maybe even NWA world champion Adam Pierce. Absolutely. And, you know, of course, the NWA brand, uh, you know, they are, they certainly have a presence all over the world. And, you know, um, I'm just curious, how, how long had it been since there was a presence of the NWA um, in Japan? Like, how many years has it been? Well, you know, to be honest, and it's kind of crazy, and that's why the relationship recently ended, but New Japan Pro Wrestling was actually the member of record for the NWA in Japan. But the, the, prob- the problem is, is that uh, since uh, Tiger Mask 4 lost the NWA World Junior Championship to Mike Quackenbush, who just recently lost it to Craig Classic, uh, there has been very little to do with the NWA and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, and for the wrestling fans out there, uh, you know, New Japan is coming to the United States working with Jersey All Pro Wrestling, but again, there's opportunities to uh, to promote the NWA that, you know, New Japan just didn't didn't act on. You know, they never booked the world champion. They never brought in the tag team champions, you know, formerly the Skull Crushers, now uh, the Dark City Fight Club. Uh, you know, they, they weren't working with the NWA. So it, it became a point where it was time to move on. Um, obviously, New Japan is one of the, the premier wrestling promotions in the world, you know, the biggest promotion in Japan, obviously. But uh, maybe they outgrew um, their relationship with the National Wrestling Alliance, which is okay. I mean, a lot of our top fighters now are in Japan, like uh, the Machine Gun Carl Anderson or Prince uh, Fergal Devitt. You know, they, they work for New Japan now, uh, but those guys came from the NWA. So, you, you know, even though the relationship was over, you could still see the influence the NWA had in New Japan. Just had to throw this out there. I know that we're friends on Facebook. Um, I saw your post a couple days ago about you uh, saying that you're rather long-winded. Now, it actually (laughs) comes in handy because, you know, you're on the radio and all that stuff. So um, just for for the record, you are. But nothing that you say is mattering like that, and it certainly – helps uh, flow things along, especially on a radio show. So just had to throw that out there, man. But speaking of uh, the, the the radio, you mentioned your interview from earlier tonight. Uh, tell everybody, as we're less than uh, two minutes left to go here, just tell every, everybody what's going on with Alliance Radio and uh, and your website, alliance-wrestling.com. Well, hey, first of all, thanks, and I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. Greg um, Rubenstein... <laughs> He is the member of the National Wrestling Alliance representing New Jersey and in New York. 
and uh, Fred Rubenstein has been a, a great asset to the NWA. Obviously, um, go you, go to YouTube and type in Zero One and Mr. Fred, and you might see videos of him officiating matches in Japan. Uh, uh, Fred Rubenstein also was, uh, you know, Bob Probich even made it clear that he was one of the uh, reasons why Jack Specific uh, got in uh, into a working relationship with the NWA with regards to producing uh, NWA-licensed uh, action figures. Um, dang, Fred Rubinson, you think I'm long-winded. This guy was great. Uh, certainly uh, certainly a, a look at to the past, present, and future of the National Wrestling Alliance started off as a, a writing articles for the NWA and, a, you know, in a, in a span of 40 years became uh, at one point the vice president of the NWA and now is a, uh, a member of the board of directors. Uh, Great listen. He's, uh, David Marquez has said he is one of the most eloquent guys in the National Wrestling Alliance, and I can tell you firsthand that is absolutely true. Uh, just a great time talking to him. And, again, you guys could check that out at alliance-wrestling.com. And then just brief updates on uh, what's going on in the NWA. Uh, <clears throat> and this might be uh, kind of pleasing to some of your fans who, are, uh, who right. remember Lance Hoyt. All right, all right, all right, all right. we're going to get to that in the act. Episode, so hold on one second, folks. We got to sign off. Justin, back. Justin will be back next week, but we got to go. See you next week. Hey, Jay, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, man. Hey, sorry, I'm, man. I'm sorry to cut you I off, tried. man. But, but uh, <laughs> no, man. I'm sorry about that. So, go ahead uh, with your update about the NWA, which, which for some of some of our listeners, you were starting to say something, and then I had to cut you off. I'm sorry. Well, first of all, no worries. And uh, like I said, I've, maybe the current has got the best of me tonight. Uh, the, <laughs> NWA, the NWA Texas champion, um, who uh, was Charlie Haas, was stripped um, last month for failure to make defenses. Uh, Charlie Haas, who recently signed a uh, long-term well, I don't know how long of a deal it is, but signed a deal with Ring of Honor, uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, who Shelton Benjamin, as you remember, might, was out here in Southern California wrestling in Mach 1 uh, NWA Pro Wrestling affiliate. Uh, both of them are now teaming up again as the world's greatest tag team, and fortunately for us out in Los Angeles, we'll see them uh, for the Ring of Honor shows uh, that are being co-promoted with Wrestling Reunion, uh, Wrestle right. Reunion, excuse me. Um, but... When Charlie Haas got stripped of the title, the number one contender, uh, Fika Delico Jr., who, if you have any fans who are into the Lucha Libre, know all about Fika Delico Jr., um, has been a top contender in Texas. He was uh, 